0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the pilot episode of Film Gazers. We're going to be a lighthearted show featuring movie reviews and discussions with a focus on the sci-fi, horror, fantasy, trinity, and other 20th century entertainment. Please bear with us while we're still learning the ropes. This first episode is called a pilot for a reason. It is a little clunky. The editing isn't the greatest. But I can assure you that we will only get better. Without further ado, here is the first episode of Film Gazers. Hello, welcome to our first pilot episode. Um, I'm Stephanie. I'm Jess. And uh, today we watched 1997's Event Horizon, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. And here's Jessica with (laughs) a synopsis.
1: In 2047, a group of astronauts are sent to investigate and salvage the starship Event Horizon, which disappeared mysteriously seven years before on its maiden voyage. With its return, the crew of the Lewis and Clark discovers the real truth behind the disappearance of the event horizon and something even more terrifying
0: a little backstory on this movie and why we chose it to be our first is because jessica watched this movie in 1997 and it might have been 1998 because we did watch
1: it on i guess dvd Mm. i'm assuming dvd at that point it might have been vhs um but anyway my whole family watched it one night for a like friday night movie night It was so horrifying to us that the very next day, we all come stumbling out of our bedrooms like butt crack of dawn, terrified. And we're all sitting in the living room like wide-eyed looking at each other. Like I had the most horrific nightmare (laughs) last night. And we all, everybody had a nightmare over this movie. It was so scary. It was the epitome of like the most evil shit I've ever seen in my life at this point.
0: And I remember you telling me how terrifying this movie was. (laughs) And uh, I'm a little bit younger than you. I did like scary movies, but it seemed to have upset everyone in your family so much. That that I have never watched it
1: again. Yeah, she never watched it. I have (laughs) avoided it.
0: She never watched it again. Well, a few years ago, uh, I finally saw it streaming somewhere. I'm like, I'm doing it. This is ridiculous. I'm watching this movie. And it was... (laughs) One of the most ridiculous movies <laughs> I had ever seen. Uh, I laughed a lot, um, even a little bored at certain times. Right. And uh, it was. I also remember it being
1: like a three hour long movie. <laughs> like it seemed to last forever. It was,
0: it clocks in at a, a pretty good hour, 35 minutes, exactly. I believe. Yep. Yep. So, uh,. It did feel longer than that, though. I yeah, will, it
1: was draggy. Yeah, definitely it, draggy. It had certain
0: draggy scenes. Uh, pacing was a little odd, definitely at times. Um, but yeah, so that's Event
1: Horizon. And oh, um, I think. And so when I watched it, I was what thirteen years old. Mm-hmm.
0: And the first time I watched it, I was a full grown adult at that <laughs> point. So uh, <laughs> definitely different perspectives of how the movie affected us uh, the first time we had seen it. Uh, so today we actually watched it together um,
1: in My the middle first of the day. <laughs> since 1997 slash 98. One of those two.
0: I made sure we did it a day event. So uh, the it curtains was not are not too open. scary for me. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we get into it. And... Um, I think you were uh, instantly uh, a little more comfortable when it introed with the really '90s. uh,
1: The intro was very '90s house music, is the way I would describe that. With like, um, you know, home edited film credits, (laughs) like something we would make in '97 on our home computer. Get a PowerPoint, (laughs) presentation um, style. Um, But the best part, even from the get-go. Was the uh, sound effects of the subtitles?
0: Uh, yes, I, I made um, notes uh, actually for that. Was terrible credit intro. Uh, the sound effect, it was for each text. Like, I don't know. And nowadays like everyone you don't leave your tech sounds on on your phone like right. that's always the it's first annoying. thing you turn yes. off like everyone does it clickety
1: click click click, clickety, click click yeah
0: and it was that on the screen
1: and it was just so much it took you right out of the film immediately it really did the clickety click click, clickety, yeah, click. Like, like, is, like are we a receiving fighter? a telegram yes <laughs> telegram 2015 there's been a colony on the moon
0: <laughs> so yeah, I that immediately to me feels uh distracting for sure.
1: Okay, so first we start, you know, the scene with Sam Neill's character, Dr. Weir. Um, and I gotta say, the graphics held up really well in this movie as far as like the um, uh, you know, spaceship scenes yeah. and the zooming out with the spaceships. Mm-hmm. It didn't look um too C G Yeah. It was like Star Trek quality, which yeah. I feel like it's pretty good for that time era. Um But that ridiculous captain's chair, Uh, like, shows Lawrence Fishburne. Fish. Fishburne? Burn. Burn. Fishburne. Yes. Thank you. Like, his little legs are crossed, you know, and he's in that rotating captain's chair. And
0: everything, and that's already, we already talked about the text and the sound effects. And, um, like, even as it's zooming out and showing you at first, like... The space station, like you said, all that stuff, it looked okay. The zoom out made me feel sick almost. Yes,
1: it was twirly whirly. Yeah, it was like, a little
0: much. And that was a little more on the CGI side that right. that whole scene was. Um, but it even was making sounds. Like there were sound effects yeah, the, for literally choo- everything. And they were so overdone. Over the top loud. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then I even had another note, because they're still doing introductions to certain things, and I'm like, I hate this fucking text so much. Yes. It, <laughs> it gets click annoying click.
1: quick. And then the, my favorite expression so far the movie was the grav couch, which was like <laughs> their hyperbaric yeah chambers were to, the where they're in water, though, you know, to protect them from the pressures of space. Yes. And travel.
0: And uh, this is when we get to see Sam Neill. um, and I undressed. I, I labeled if you it will. as an old school Hollywood old man body. Yes,
1: that's exactly <laughs> what it was with the high waisted yeah. boxer briefs and, and
0: just the, sh- the, and the shape little, the of little, his... little tiny
1: roll over the boxer briefs, uh, yeah. like soft, if, like well even just just strong. His
0: stature looks yeah. like the old school. Like so, 40s I was like, Hollywood how the fuck
1: old is he? How old is he in this movie? He already has an old man body. This was '97. (laughs) (laughs) So, how old is he now?
0: (laughs) I I think that's just Sam Neill.
1: That's just his body forever and always. Uh,
0: Yeah, he definitely looks like he could step back in time and be, yeah, yeah, and and, a movie star from that era to me. That's what I uh, got out of him in that outfit. Yep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then when he
0: gets (laughs) the first, the first,
1: the first jump scare of the movie. And he makes that ridiculous scream. The scream was
0: there. This is just the beginning of the horrible screams that are right. in this film.
1: The fakest sounding scream you could imagine, but this one was more of a bleat. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it was. Uh, they're unexpected. They don't sound. They don't. I, was it edited later? Yeah, like maybe. Oh, of, do
0: you think maybe they were added? I think in? the punch sounds
1: <laughs> had to have been. It,
0: oh, for <laughs> sure. Everything was very comic book. Very sound comic effects, book. Sound like, straight from the get go. Like, everything had whew, even the swooshing. So like it's all over overkill. The
1: punch sounds were my favorite though. Um, like Batman style. You know, they punches. really are. Yeah. Poof. Pow, bang, crunch, boom, (laughs) (laughs) pick, fire. And then what we had discussed earlier was Lawrence Fishburne was describing, you know, the soldier he left behind and have you ever seen what fire looks like and zero gravity? It's beautiful. It's wave upon wave and, you know, magical and, ooh, hypnotizing, but it killed him. Savage fire. And then it shows the fire at the end of the movie, and you're like, looks like fucking regular fire. Yeah, like, the what? CG
0: like fake fire was the the worst. I feel like of the CGI.
1: And then the character, yes,
0: that was on fire. That was
1: on fire, was <laughs> really bad CGI.
0: Well, and just the the voice and the acting. Yeah. What does he say? He says, what does he say?
1: You left me behind. You left me. You behind. left me behind.
0: <laughs> Very <laughs> flat. Everything in this movie. I felt like it was, it was going to be more, but everything was just, the acting was kind of flat in a lot of the scenes. Except for, um,
1: I mean, Cooper, he was the star he, yeah. of the show to me.
0: Yes. And that's when, uh, we get Richard T. Jones. Yes. And that's when we get introduced, um, to the whole, uh, crew and everything after the Sam Neill, um, yeah. <laughs> and his little outfit, his little uh, you get into some like really deep sci-fi explanation of why they're there what's going on and of course everyone's calling him out to make it more simple for them to understand so gradually this whole talk like dumbs it down further and further for everyone to know what is going on Uh, basically they're just using it to where they created like a black hole core so they can jump from one point to the other uh nowadays that's i mean uh pretty standard kind of, like, sci-fi, trope, yeah, trope, right. like, um, I'm sure at the time it was also used in a lot and of and I think it's funny, everything. I just
1: realized that they call it Code Black, which is the same thing they call, or they say Black Alert on Star Trek, for the um, Spore Drive.
0: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we agreed that we would have
1: preferred, um... Spore Drive. Yeah, the, my networks. network. <laughs> and I bet that one wouldn't take you to hell. Yeah, probably <laughs> not. Um... Yeah, so that, of course, is the concept. But we have to touch on the technology of the times for 2047. It's really bad. Well, they went to get, you know, the ship's log, and it was printed out on a CD. Yes,
0: <laughs> a CD-ROM. CD-ROM,
1: 2047, and we're relying on CDs. Yeah. In they... space. The black box didn't make it through hell, but that <laughs> CD did. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, sorry, CDL. I was just oh. I was just checking my notes.
0: Um, yeah, because all I had was oh, a yeah, deep explanation, and uh, this is when you get the hint, though, of the Latin stuff with that.
1: Help and signal. I gotta say, I love how in every movie there's always one dude who just happens to know how to speak Latin. Of course, every movie. I have never met one person in my entire life at 37 years old that knows how to speak Latin.
0: Um, I was president of the Latin club. <laughs>
1: I guess I don't know you as well as I thought I did.
0: <laughs> but I can't speak a lick of it to now. Like, you would be like, oh, I that's Latin. That's no, yeah. What Maybe I would recognize it's Latin, but I wouldn't necessarily well, I gotta know say, what it says. Unless it was like a root word. You right. know, like there's certain things that Like are liberate
1: me. Yeah. <laughs> liberate me.
0: And it turns out he was way off later, guys. Yeah. Spoiler alert. It
1: wasn't save me. It was save
0: yourself. From hell. From hell. Was oh, it Irrefertis or something? I, Jason Isaacs, I did enjoy his character somewhat. It was very, uh, in the beginning, he's like, <laughs> you're crazy, you're not seeing nothing. But then by the end, you know, well, not even the end, and then it just seemed to switch very quickly. Well, he pulled a
1: knife on a dude. Yeah. <laughs> real like, quick. Real quick. In that um, moment, I thought he was going to, you know, jab him in the neck with a yeah, needle. And, I remember way more... Um, graphic, you know, imagery, um horrible things happening on the ship.
0: It felt like it happened, yeah. Like the only thing really I horrible. if I watched a different cut, because this one felt right. like there was something kind of missing.
1: All I have. I
0: think this is when they're in the core and he's like, This place is a tomb. Yeah. Like, oh fuck me. Like immediately. Um when everything's going down. Uh just everything explodes a lot randomly. And that's another thing that happens throughout it, where they're just doing something, and then, oh my god, and just things are exploding, there's glass everywhere right. all the time. Um,
1: but they get the ship rebuilt in like 15 hours. Yeah, <laughs> it's impressive.
0: Um, so basically, though, I'm like, so Samuel just, de- like, he had designed this, like, haunted ship from the get-go, like, even before he knew it was going to go to hell. It's, like, a horrific-looking ship. Like, anyway. Yeah. yeah, and they talk about how, like, going into it, the guy's like, oh, it looks like a, what, a grater. A meat, meat grinder? grinder. Yeah, it looks like a meat, meat grinder. grinder." Ooh. So, um, I think And I, I was like, they oh, have-
1: they have one of those at every fair, dude. Don't you know? In the fun house? <laughs> yeah, right. It's the, the creepy tunnel. walkway with the <laughs> rotating tunnel. Ooh.
0: Neil's just a dick, like, the whole time, saying, Dr. Weir or whatever. He's just kind of, like... And
1: I remember him being the hero of the movie from the last time I watched it. <laughs> like, I don't didn't know he was the villain at all. I know. Um, and that was like, you know... Uh,
0: well, for one, he's supposed to be like... I mean, he's a scientist. Mm-hmm. And he... I mean, later he does say, like, I don't know where the ship went. Like, obviously it went to a different dimension, blah, blah, blah. But in the... In the Beginning, I don't know. I'm like, you created this like giant spaceship that's supposed to explore and do this like new stuff. But the whole time, he's so like in dis belief and denial oh yeah and that, anytime like, somebody's like four out of or, the you know
1: six crew yeah like, i have seen some horrific shit exactly i heard the noises we all heard the noises he's like no that's subspace pressure guys come on yeah that's not hell but he knows the whole crew's dead
0: like something right. obviously happened and then for a there's big like chunk of the movie he's like everything's fine Nothing's there's like the a wrong person state. smoothie
1: like splattered across the bridge and they're like I mean you're hallucinating yeah like (laughs) obviously something happened
0: yeah but once you get through the like you said the little jump scares the slight little illusions that these people are seeing or like this crazy stuff that's happening um like from the ship like i said things are exploding sometimes it's pretty ridiculous and then that's when finally they're getting uh, at the bottom of it and when he tells Lawrence fishburne he's like i don't know but he does it like so much i don't know i don't know I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And this is but, when, but that but was also, the beginning of when the crazy starts with right. Sam Neil. Like, yeah. basically, he's going full transitioning to crazy town.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah, because that's what I had in my notes. He was calling everybody delusional, being a real dick about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. This then is when... he's like, you know and that that's what I had written down the giant trippy Jeffrey's tube yes
0: oh yeah I said uh, it had a very like Borg feel to me yeah
1: like, totally with that coloring yeah. Yeah. my Lawrence Fishburne's character the whole time like never me leaving man behind again uh, except that one time <laughs> <laughs> And then he's like, Smitty, get out of there. It's going to blow. Ne- meanwhile, nobody goes, shit, Cooper's out there trying to fix the fucking ship. Exactly. <laughs> blows up. Nobody tells him. And he goes shooting off into space. I know. Like I said, he's a real MVP because he
0: figures, like, he releases all his oxygen to get back. Like, and then one, again. In. Still
1: saves their asses.
0: And then when I say, the, oh, this is the big climax because at that point, Sam Neill, they thought was dead. Mm-hmm. They had thought they had released him, what, out of the airlock. Correct?
1: Threw that bitch out the moon door. Yeah.
0: And uh, or the cross door. <laughs> right. I don't know. Uh that no, was also the, weird to me too. Why did they that have when this they giant shot the cross ship thing? And... Yeah, there's a few moments like I said, there's so many explosions. Right. That after a while together. I'm like, hasn't everything already exploded by this point? <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. Uh so it was a lot and that's when his transition where he gets his eyes cut out. Um and then he's gone full like all the cuts on his face right. at that point. Generic And el-raiser. then he gets in the <laughs> the weird captain's chairs in these movies. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird I don't like them at all. Um <laughs> And, then he and you have to keep around. your legs crossed in the
1: captain's <laughs> chair at all times. Apparently, it's not ladylike to do it otherwise. It's like so, sitting side saddle on a horse because we're like hanging. <laughs> right. Like I don't. There's it's, no footrest. How is weird. that comfortable? I would not be able to captain the ship <laughs> no, in that like, chair. My back. I can't. Let My legs dangle. Exactly. I guess it's not appropriate to sit cross-legged Indian style in a captain's chair. I guess I can't do that. Probably
0: not. So yeah, the big. He has a big plan. He's getting ready to open the gate or whatever and send them hell. all back. Yeah. Yeah, to hell. Like, you know, everything's He's like, I have revealed. waited seven
1: years to send these two people to hell. But like, yeah,
0: like, seriously.
1: <laughs> like, do you, if you get killed on the ship, does your soul automatically go to hell?
0: I guess that, well, because that seems like that's the case. Because it ends up where, like I said, Sam Neil dies, but then he's like reveals himself you know with these yeah she brought me back and the big like <laughs> well you think you're in one situation but yeah it's all the the hell illusions
1: <laughs> and um and they keep showing the glimpses of hell like you know oh see do you see <laughs> or can you see uh, <laughs> can you see yeah yeah yes, and, I see. Uh, click boom
0: so that's my thing is and he were- has this plan to open this gate and for them to all do that before he even dies. And then he shoots out the in the glass, like when Cooper shows right, up. Right. Like Cooper can't get inside through there anyway to come stop you doing what you're doing right at the very moment. So why do you shoot
1: a, shoot a harpoon at Yeah, and
0: then they're all, that's what happens. That's how he died. And then yeah. he gets like sucked out into space or whatever. And that was when they did at least have that cool, I like the little stunt thing of. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne like um, being attached to the wire and going against like you know all of the depressurization that's Mm -hmm. happening um so I I did think that part was cool Um, that was well done yeah yeah, it just looked it looked well yeah Yeah. uh, compared to just some of the stuff (laughs) in this movie um so I thought that was good. But yeah, I'm just, I don't understand the logic behind why did Sam Neill do that? Like, I don't know. I'm like, again, he wasn't bothering you. Nothing was going to, is he it didn't... just because he's crazy and just everyone's going to die anyway? And regardless of if they die in the other dimension or not, they're still attached to the ship. I, it sounds like they're just screwed either way, right. I guess. Like they're
1: still going to be bound yeah. ship so, to So
0: I think towards the end when it does give you like the glimpses of like, you know, the horrible stuff. Um, with the flashes and everything, mm-hmm. like, I just wish they would have done some of that earlier, or, it just felt cut very weird, and I had read that there is a reason behind that, so I don't think the people who made it, I think they were wanting it to be a little more scary, uh, yeah. on that end, um, it felt just more like a thriller, though, and then the build-up, though, was always a let-down to me, and all the music, again, the music and the, the sound effects, was, uh, and everything's uh, just... Yeah, building up it and was then, definitely not horror
1: music mm-hmm. for the soundtrack it was more of um do, 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 do. it was mm-hmm. like angry elevator music yeah angry <laughs> elevator music that's
0: exactly and i, I
1: usually mean, a yeah jazz, i like
0: i like a little uh a <laughs> little bit of that stuff but yeah it was a little much for not big payoffs i, I felt like it didn't pace as well as the running time should be
1: you know it's it's only be a 90 minute long movie yeah should be over like that yeah
0: but like more exciting at least or like a little more thrill of oh what's gonna happen it kind of felt like you knew what was gonna happen at that point
1: but definitely um what i say was the scariest movie i've ever seen in my life (laughs) i can't believe i ever thought that (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little embarrassed of my 13 year old self for thinking that that was that scary.
0: Um, yeah, um, I feel silly that I avoided it for so, for so long. long.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so yeah, as soon as I did it, I, I like, will definitely to not watch have it again. nightmares tonight. I can no, tell you that definitely I will be not.
1: totally fine. I will forget it on the drive home from yep. your house. <laughs> it ended
0: with some really uh, 90s techno music and again. more of the really loud yeah. text. Which I think sums up uh, a good portion of this movie, just being very weird with the sound effects and, and the, the editing. importance of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like certain moments of just actual silence would have worked better and made things a build-up more of a better. Yeah, yeah. It
1: would keep you in the moment but instead of
0: everything makes a noise. Right, like everything <laughs> squeaks Creaks and this squeak and that. Of the and shoe. Yeah, it's a little much <laughs> overall. I would say this is going to be, this is my second time and probably my last time ever yeah, watching this. Yeah, I don't think movie. I need to
1: revisit. I think I've already forgotten the majority of it yeah. as we speak. <laughs>
0: uh, I feel like uh, it was a disappointment for me for sure because it is more of a sci fi, you know, a right. little bit. Uh, sci fi horror, like. And yeah, I do. It's usually a en- good genre. Yeah, I do enjoy that usually, but this one. Um
1: not so yeah. much
0: but we did have some positives that we did enjoy about this movie uh so what was your favorite uh
1: part or parts um my first favorite part was the corpsicle <laughs> which in her own words she said corpsicle um and the umbilicus yes Or <laughs> the the core that tethered the two ships together. <laughs> yes. The umbilicus. Uh, perfect. <laughs> that was a
0: perfect name for it. And that might be what they're actually called
1: even. It might I don't be, know. but it cracked me up. I, liked- I
0: did really enjoy the, um, uh, this place is a tomb line. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck uh, me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did enjoy that one. Um, I I liked Lawrence Fishburne.
1: I think his acting was probably the most even. uh, Yeah, and because you, it felt like, okay,
0: he's supposed to be this no nonsense, very calm. You know, that is the kind of captain I feel like you would want in any of those kinds of situations. (laughs) Situations. Um, And then, as you said, uh, the real MVP was Cooper. Mm -hmm. I think his performance probably. Um, was the one where I actually cared about his character. Right. Um, he when just, you were like, Cooper, no! Yeah, like he, he just had more of a personality, it yeah. felt like, than the other characters. Jason <laughs> Isaacs, to me, had the best death with Sequence, seeing the, yeah, the yeah. meat puppet. The
1: yeah, that was more a resemblance to hell, <laughs> as I would think of mm-hmm. it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because in the help footage, and everyone that's in the old... Um, the Event Horizon originally, the original crew... Because you finally, like, they have the video, remember, right. that they filter, and um, everyone's, like, naked, and, like, eating each other, and, like, there's blood everywhere. <laughs> Not in that kind of way.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah, like,
0: but, like, like almost like a, a Romero, you know, like a zombie right. scene, yeah. almost. And um, and the guy's eyeballs are out, and that's when he's doing that Latin <laughs> stuff. Like, to me, that was, like, that was one of my favorite scenes as well, because that actually was, like, oh, that's crazy. like. yeah. I, the people, the crew now, like, they're not, nothing's going that hardcore. Exactly. Like, like, well,
1: cause they didn't, that was probably when they jumped. Oh, that's true. Okay. Cause they actually,
0: it, like I said, I had some cool, couple of cool scenes that yeah. I liked.
1: Um, some of the CGI held up well. Some of it did not. hmm. Um, very, very, uh, just very nineties. Very, very yeah, of its era yeah. for sure.
0: Um, take it for what it is. And I'm glad uh, you now have this uh, closure to this trauma that you (laughs) experienced. This
1: childhood trauma of Event Horizon. Yeah. (laughs) So now you can look back at it fondly. Be like, oh, well, yeah, um, not scary at all. All right, until next time.